Hello, I'm Dr. Jim Taylor, and welcome to episode 14 of my Crisis to Opportunity podcast. In the next three podcasts, I'll continue to introduce you to the powerful influence that the cerebral cortex plays in responding to a crisis in a constructive way. The focus of today's podcast is in the second part of my exploration of values in a crisis. The topic is shaky to solid. Think of your life as a house. Over time, you've come to trust that it's solid and stable. You've learned that the floor under your feet and the roof over your head will protect you from the elements. Then an earthquake strikes, and what you had trusted implicitly for so long has been shaken or even damaged. If your house was built on landfill, the disruption would be significant, traumatic, and long-lasting. Your home would maintain its structural integrity, Conversely, and the your house was built would on be bedrock measured and, and a concrete work. foundation. Metaphorically Some damage speaking, may have incurred. Values act as the foundation for your life. They provide the solidness under your feet and enable you to weather periodic upheavals, such as crises, that are an inevitable part of life. The more you know and live by your values, the more you can use them to remain standing and balanced when faced with a crisis that unsettles the ground beneath your feet. Values have also been found to help increase persistence when facing situations of trial and tribulation, as well as alleviate the effects of stress. Values are also like plants that must be nourished and tended to regularly to grow and flourish. A watchful eye must be kept for any disease or parasite, such as unhealthy messages from our culture, that might harm them. Values must be brought into the light daily so they can grow stronger and be appreciated for their meaning in our, in our lives. It's easier to water and feed values when they are brought down from their hard-to-reach top shelf and placed within easy reach. Making them more accessible in your daily life allows them to be expressed and used more readily giving you the opportunity to exercise them in preparation for trying times that arise with a crisis. Value should be connected in every thought you have, emotion you feel, and action you take. This nurturing of your values prepares you to use them to your best advantage when a crisis strikes. From Tony Stewart, a NASCAR race driver, we all get so caught up in the moment of what we're doing every day, it's hard to hit the, that reset button and get pulled away from all that and see life from a different perspective. Unfortunately, many of us have lost touch with the importance of values in our lives. Values have gotten commandeered by political, social, and religious groups to satisfy their own agendas instead of our own. Many of us think of values as ethereal entities that are floating somewhere outside the real world. They become ideals chiseled into the stone on the sides of buildings or inscribed in the emblems of universities. The frenetic pace of 21st century life has interfered with our ability to stay connected to our values. We become overworked, overscheduled, stressed out, and exhausted to the point that we no longer have the time or the energy to give values the consideration they deserve. The rigors of daily life have taken precedence over the values on which our lives should be based. As a result, many of us have become disconnected from the meaning of values and lost sight of what values really are, the very real role they play in our lives, and how they impact every aspect of our lives, including a response to crises. This perceived distance from and lack of awareness of our values in everyday life are two contributing factors to values losing their essential influence over us. We no longer recognize, think about, see, feel, experience, or leverage values in our daily lives. Nonetheless, values continue to be very real, very powerful, and ever-present in our everyday lives. Further, they express themselves throughout our each day, regardless of our level of awareness. More importantly, they become even more significant when confronted by a crisis that disrupts our lives. Without knowing what your values are and the impact they have on your life, 
the ground under your feet and the foundation on which you built your life will remain shaky. The problem is that, under normal circumstances, you may not notice that your life is unsteady in the first place. It will only be when a crisis strikes and the foundation of your life is shaken severely that you will see that you don't have a solid foundation of values to rely on as you face the crisis. When a crisis presents itself, everything that has been familiar, predictable, and controllable is upended. Without a clearly defined and accessible set of values to stand on, it can be very difficult to maintain your psychological and emotional equilibrium, resulting in a significant destabilization of your life. In the moment of a crisis, you don't have the time, focus, or energy to examine and formulate your values. In these moments, you need them at your fingertips to access them immediately to stabilize your life. Therefore, a deep exploration of your values when life is solid and stable will prepare you well for when you experience a metaphorical earthquake in your life. From Parker Palmer, the founder of the Center for Courage and Renewal, before you tell your life what truths and values you've decided to live up to, let your life tell you what truths you embody, what values you represent. To truly understand what values you possess and live by, you must deconstruct them until you are able to clearly see the precise values you hold most dear and understand why you hold those values. The first step of deconstructing your values is to look openly and honestly at the way you were raised and the values that were instilled in you while growing up. Think back to your childhood and ask yourself several questions. What values were emphasized and expressed in the way your parents lived their lives? What values were stressed in your family? What values were reflected in the way your family spent their time and money? The next step in the deconstruction process involves looking at your present life and the values your life currently reflects. Where do you live? In a high-rise apartment in a city, in the suburbs, or in the country? And what led you there? How do you spend your free time and what cultural, physical, religious, political, and social values are reflected in those activities? What do you talk about most often? Politics, religion, the economy, popular culture, sports, the arts? What does that tell you about your values? What do you spend your money on? A home, cars, travel, clothing, education, art, charity, technology? And what values are you presently living in accordance with? You can then determine how you came to your current values by reflecting on these questions. Have you adopted the values of your upbringing? Have you gone through a period of examination and reconsideration? Have you consciously chosen the values you currently live by? Have you experienced life-changing events that inform your current values? Finally, you want to consider the relationship between your values and your reaction to a crisis by asking these questions. How would the values you identified influence your response to a crisis? What values would be of benefit to you during a crisis and why? And what values would be a detriment to you during a crisis, and why? After completing these steps to deconstruct your values, you should have a more clear idea of what you value, the values that create the foundation for your life, and those that will impact your response to a crisis positively and negatively. Now you're ready for reconstruction of your values. It's one thing to identify what values you live by and to acknowledge that some of them may or may not serve you well when confronted by a crisis is an entirely different thing to have a deep understanding of how your values will actually help you respond positively to a crisis. This process requires reconstructing your values, which is the next step toward creating a foundation, a solid foundation, for constructively responding to a crisis in the future. 
In addition, this process may help you live a better life that could reduce the likelihood of a crisis occurring in the first place. The transition from a crisis mentality to a psychology of opportunity continues with identifying the values that will facilitate this change. Your goal is to align your values with an opportunity psychology, thus providing a solid foundation from which you can vigorously pursue the resolution of the crisis. I'm Dr. Jim Taylor, and thanks for listening to Episode 14 of Crisis to Opportunity, and be on the lookout for Episode 15 in the near future.